The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I read this, this story, that this Rosh Hashiva came to, in the Dear Shu Paseh, it's a nice story. It says names and everything there. This Rosh Hashiva came to uh, America to collect money, and he came during COVID, and it was a royal disaster. Nobody let him into his house, and people were scared, and people told him, you know, he put a mask over your nose, and going through their, their pacha. And basically, he went back to Etz Yisrael, not even having covered his expenses. And the yeshiva was really in trouble. And he sits down on the plane, and his, his, he has his, his whoever copied him is to his left. To his right is this Israeli from Tel Aviv. Uh, you know, looks at him like, oh no, stewardess, could I change seats? No, no. He's stuck next to this crazy guy with a beard the entire time. And Rashiva noticed, and he looks, stares out the window. He won't even look. He just stares out the window realizes this guy doesn't want to look at him because he's crazy. He's stuck for 16 hours. I said, I'm not going to stop. He just kept asking him, like, uh, if you have to go to the bathroom, please don't worry. I don't mind getting up. Like, he's trying to be as polite and polite as possible. And he's still staring out the window. And finally he sneezes and he needs a tissue. So at this point he was stuck. He had to take the tissue. And uh, so he, he's really nice to him. He's really, really nice to him the entire time. And, and then when he breaks the ice and they start schmoozing, and they're talking back and forth and back and forth. Finally, he tells him, you know, my father's not well. And Rashid gives him a bracha and he asks him which, which hospital he's in. He says, yeah, he's not getting the service that he needs. I heard the chreidim, you know, they have these like inside things. They get appointments. Where anyone else get appointments? And he goes, so the Rashid told him, anyone that's, that's doing it will do it for anyone. Why don't you give me the information and I'll give it over to the Asganim. Yeah, but you know who I am? I'm a professor at uh, Tel Aviv University or whatever. He says, it's not... I'm sitting next to you on the plane. You tell me your father's not well. I know who the Asganim are. G- give me your number. I'll see what I could do. Anyway, they exchanged numbers, and they started. They, they, they had a relationship. And to make a long story short, when his father eventually passes away, Rashiva goes to be Menachem Avo, and they're talking for a while. And he tells the Rosh Hashiva, um, tell me, I'd like to do something in the memory of my father. Does your Yeshiva need money? My Yeshiva needs money? Um, he says, I really didn't come here for money. He said, I believe you. So he said, why don't we talk about it after the shiva? He said, no, I want to talk about it now. He says, I'll tell you the truth. Like, our furniture is falling apart. We're trying to get someone to redo the tops of the chairs so boys don't fall through. So he, he says, you want covers for your new chairs? He says, I'll buy you new chairs. And the new chairs need new tables. He says, I can, I can swing it. He winds up buying new chairs and new tables for the whole base medrash, and they're making a seam, so he invites them to the seam, and to his mazel, the equivalent of Con Edison, whatever it's called, the Israeli company, uh, they shot off the electricity for a 40,000 shekel payment. So he so they, he didn't want to make it look, that he was embarrassed. So they went to a different room, like a little hall on the side, which also belonged to the yeshiva. He said, well, the new chairs are in the base manager. I want you to show them, I want you to show you the new chairs that you bought. So he went to see the new chairs that he bought, and the new chairs that he bought were beautiful, but he says, why are the lights off? He said, um, the financial situation with the electric company. We're having a sikhsuk with them. They want us to pay the bill. So he flipped, he, he, he fudged the 40,000 shekel bill, and he bought new furniture for everything else. Somebody asked me a question when I said the story. Oh, come on. You think the Rosh Hashiva wasn't thinking about that eventually this is a fish here? He realized the guy's a wealthy guy. He's sitting in front. You think, you think when he was being nice to him, he wasn't thinking he may get money from him? So I said, I don't know what the Rosh Hashiva was thinking. But I can tell you one thing. Go back to this morale. Maybe in the back of his mind he was thinking he's a potential donor. But it would have never worked if there wasn't enough of a percentage in his heart of him really wanting to help him. Of him really feeling that, really caring for another year. 
It's not a steerer that in the back of his mind he was thinking maybe I can get some money from it. And, and the litmus test would have been, or did I read the Rashid himself, that if, if I wouldn't have got a penny from him, I, would have never, I wouldn't have regretted in any way what I did for his father. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.